Good morning, friends. Listen, it's some people's kids. Youth pastors eating donuts alongside other youth pastors. We actually had donuts this morning. Except for Andrew, he didn't want a donut. That's right, it's your man Ian Much with his man Andrew Marsteller. And we have a special guest today, Jason Brownlee from His Place Church out in Post Falls, Idaho. This guy is going to be interviewed in our 10th episode. 10 episodes! We're at 10 episodes, bro. 10 episodes! 10 episodes. We've had combined, our episodes have been listened to almost 300 times. Which is insane! Thank you, Mom. Thank you. That's yes. <laughs> having it on replay the whole time. That's all that matters to us. Hey guys, today. So just you. There is the third voice in the room. Jason Brownlee's in the room. Jason, say hi to the oh, friends. Yeah. There Yo, he is. Hello. Uh, Good morning. But we. What are we talking about today, Andrew? Well, I thought one thing that all of us as youth pastors or youth leaders have to get prepared for almost every week is lessons. We got to put together lessons and. Some of us put them together in 10 minutes, and it can be evident, Um, (laughs) (laughs) which actually I've seen guys, you know, we've had situations where you had to, I think we were just talking off off air on this about how sometimes you've got to get ready to teach, and you're not, you didn't even know, oh, I was talking to someone yesterday about that, an elder who does children's ministries, and like Sunday school, right, someone cancels, and you've got to, someone who's supposed to teach, and all of a sudden now you're teaching, but also, you know, for the part-time person, or the volunteer who's been asked to teach, and they're like, I've never taught a lesson from the Bible in my life. We want to just give some practical advice on how to do that and and, and kind of talk about how we put together lessons, how we choose lessons, and things like that. So I think this could be a really fun episode and, and could be really helpful. It's something that everyone does. And, 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 and to first kind of start this off to clarify, all three of us teach from the Bible. We teach from God's word. Straight up. We hold God's word to be authoritative. We hold God's word to be clear about salvation. We hold God's word to speak into culture. We hold God's word to be um, sufficient for all things to know about God himself. All these things to be self-evident. Yes. (laughs) So I I just wanted to clarify that from the beginning. Now, that doesn't mean that we don't don't take opportunities to, to... to talk about other topics, cultural issues. I call them hot topics. Um, but I think it's I first... I used to f- shop there. Did you know that? No, I believe that. I believe that <laughs> you shop You know, I walked in there once, and they were like, this place isn't for you, bud. And then I walked out. <laughs> I was like, you're right, it's not. Walked in wearing a jersey. <laughs> yeah. See, yeah, I walked like, in, I wanted to buy one of those, like, huge bell-bottom pants that, like... That you could fit five people in and had chains all over the place. <laughs> my dad's like, "You're not my son. If you could, if you wear one of those, <laughs> that'll be for another topic, <laughs> another 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 episode. Times that Ian's dad disowned loved, him. I'm glad my dad loves me. <laughs> he loves you very much. Um, uh, is that still a store? That's still a store. It's still open. Do you kids really still shop there? there now, people go to Spencer's too. There's it's Spencer's. Spencer's, yeah. Spencer's and Hot Topic are essentially the same thing. Can we do polls? Can we do polls? Oh, yeah, yeah, I can bro. put a poll. On. Put a poll up. Do people shop more at Spencer's or Hot Topic? Who listen to this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? What do you think the results of that poll would be? I think nobody would use it. <laughs> nobody would even know how. But the poll is on. The poll will one be vote. Hot Topic. Poll, yeah, Andrew, <laughs> I voted for Hot Topic. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking so, of you listeners, thank you guys for uh, a bunch of you who listen on Apple Podcasts have been leaving reviews. Thank you. And we yeah. very much appreciate the reviews. Uh, you guys also thank you for uh, listening 
even those who download our our stuff on Spotify, who follow us. I love the names that are coming up. Oh, they're so oh, funny. Can I, can, hold on, let me find them real quick. They're, they're funny. so funny. So we got um, so we already had the somebody that y- you used you used to now, not used to, used to now, somebody that you used to it's now. Uh, and then you had <laughs> Mad Bomber and an Angry Plane. That's yes. one one name. That's one That's name. One name. <laughs> uh, I love how this that one big? started too. This one started out with none of this is applicable to me at all. <laughs> Five stars. Five stars. <laughs> and then uh, the most recent one, Koala in a Bush. Uh, love the energy and content. I listen with a smile on my face the whole time. These youth pastors make me feel like I'm having a cup of coffee with them. Shout out to coffee. Amen. Uh, Preach. Is a sponsor, but unspoken. Unspoken sponsor. Uh, as their conversations and topics are so engaging, five out of five would do. recommend. Wow. So thanks for the reviews, guys. And you know what? Speaking of teaching. And gals. Speaking of teaching. So uh, prep. Prep work is essential. As Now, I, I've, I've, ha- I've had the idea for a while where, you know, you have to be ready to preach, pray, or die. At a moment's notice. At a moment's notice. So when you're with I, Mad Bomber in an angry plane. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I I know I I have enough confidence now that if I was told, "Hey, you're preaching right now. I need you to preach cuz, you know, your senior pastor's on the toilet and he ain't getting up." Like I'm out. I go, "All right, game time. We're going. I don't need like I could I could pull something together, but prep work does make the dream work." Mm-hmm. So let's ask the question. How much time do you guys devote to prep? I do about maybe an hour on the Wednesday before. An hour. And then I work another hour the day of to refine. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So you give about two hours to prep. About two hours. So so when you say when you say prep, what does that mean? Because I think prep can mean a couple mm-hmm. different things. I so that's we when I'm so like this this last series we're going through is the Shema, yeah. working with the Bible Project because the videos have been pretty epic, mm-hmm. and uh, we've just been sitting on Deuteronomy six four through five, just parsing it apart. And so I'll I'll watch the video, and then I'll see where the Lord takes me from there, and it'll be trying to find verses that are along the same subject matter. Um, it's probably the, it's like, it's oddly like, you know, when it, what's the opposite of topical? What's Expos- exposition? Yeah. So yeah. it's like expositional and also topical at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So expositional, we simply mean that we take verse by verse and expose what the text mm-hmm. is saying about God himself or, or ultimately directing it to Christ himself right. from the old Testament and, and the new. So. I typically do expositional teaching. I like, Topical is way harder for me to do, mm-hmm. and so this the Shema business has been way more difficult. But like, we did we did two and a half years of going over the Gospel of John by just verse after verse, Epic. section after section, and so it was called the saunter through the Gospel of John. <laughs> yeah, and it was like that's my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, topical preaching is just so difficult for me to do. Yeah, well, and, and when you do teaching and preaching that way as you're working through scripture. Cause I don't know if you know this, but like the Bible isn't broken into like categories. You you, you no. don't like flip to the marriage tab or flip to the relationship tab. I'm or, sure there's a Bible out there that somebody like 
I would rearranged. be messy. I wouldn't want to read it. But yeah, I know. That would be weird. <laughs> but, Million dollar but, idea that a lot of people will hate, but it will. <laughs> <laughs> but, but as we work through scripture, like like we were saying earlier, you know, like the word of God addresses yeah. life, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah we, can, we can address those topics as we come to it in scripture. And then it's in context and the fullness of what. So, that Jason, how much time do you spend on prep? Um, over a t- and well, do you do expositional? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. And uh, yes. And our churches, just just 90, to clarify, ninety nine percent of the time. J- just to clarify, our churches Nothing all do topical, expositional. What yes. well, I'm, I'm going to say something about topical in a little bit, but all our churches, all three of our churches, do mm-hmm. expositional preaching. Yeah. So yeah. what? We have like an occasional kind of like focus on something so for yeah. instance our pastor he, yeah, new, luke Ree, shout out he uh shout out luke yeah he uh he occasionally he'll do like six or eight weeks and then usually somebody else will jump in and preach and then he'll come back when he comes back he'll do like a topical mm. so like he did a message on the holy spirit yeah um a few weeks ago and then in a couple of weeks he's going to do part two another yep. message yep. uh or on the trinity i'm sorry on the trinity so yeah but Anyway, there's a place for topical, but I think it's more valuable, like yeah, to as it comes exposition up. Yeah. with a with a dash of topical, yeah, yeah. 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 So, so so you spend how much how, time? How much time you spend? Uh, well, like specific prep for like our Wednesday night message. Yeah, I'll spend yeah. actually probably four or five hours. Yeah, um, preparing, but I'm also you get you guys know I'm kind of a slow reader. Sure. <laughs> Well, that's I'm just than slow me. in general. So he I'm only preaches one verse at a time, right? <laughs> <laughs> Takes him four and a half of those hours of just reading the one. R- right, verse. Like Sorry, I, I shouldn't make fun of. <laughs> no, you, no, you're making, making fun, fun of, of all of us who can't read. I know. Well, if it's, for me, like if it's I'm true, not it's to. not making fun of me. Yeah. Shout out DJ <laughs> Breakfast. I know, I know who you are. You also can't read. So it's one of our listeners so, so who give, who let who leaves comments on our Spotify channels. So. Oh, sweet! So so four four or five hours, yeah. and that involves reading the text, studying mm-hmm. the text, commentaries, yeah. some, some commentaries, commentaries sometimes, depending on. When, is that yeah, structuring the the talk out of that as well? So so when five hours are over, your talk's done, yeah, You're, and ready to roll. Yep. Yeah, I'm probably the same. It depends. Obviously, it all depends on the week. Uh, probably, I'd say probably three hours is about mm-hmm. what I give. Um, cause at the same time, I don't want to, this isn't like a Sunday sermon. Right. I want to be careful cause I want to mm-hmm. give good energy and effort yep. into God's word to whoever I'm speaking it to. But I think three hours can be good. You can get, mm-hmm. you know, you within that time, you can get a good grasp on the text yep. and see what it's saying. And then, then you can really in that time, you know, you might be able to get one. Here's what I'd recommend to people who are like, I don't know how to use commentaries. I don't know what to find one or two. If you're going through John, yeah. you're going through, you know, whatever. We're we're going through Matthew. Find one or two and just go with it. And if your church also does expositional preaching mm-hmm. like ours does, your senior pastor, your associate pastor are going to have some ideas on commentaries that you can use. And commentaries are great to use. Um you don't have to, but it's good to it's good to use them to kind of have like a brainstorming session mm-hmm. with to am I kind of getting the right understanding of this text? So I think commentaries are helpful. Um, so have one or two. You don't need to read five of them and then write out which one's strengths are this. Um, one or two, and then start start getting into the structure of your talk. You should you should spend an hour or two on 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 the on the working through the text, mm-hmm. and then the rest of it. I think you should spend a lot of time on the structure of it. Now I know Ian, you don't you don't outline, do you? Um, I think I've started. I don't have a typewritten message. Yeah. I, I have a notebook where I write 
my different outlines it's it's but, essentially like a, my own language <laughs> yeah well but yeah. usually when you're teaching you're not going off of an outline I, that's been my experience just yeah. like when i listen and and do, i don't know about you andrew do you kind of yeah formulate because i pretty heavily outline like just and, and this is just my style right like i pretty heavily outline to just make sure that i've put in front of me like here are the main points that need to be yeah. addressed here's the application of it here's how christ is glorified yeah. you know because for me i tend to be pretty add yeah you know and pretty random so that that's super helpful for me but yeah and so that's I, actually a part I, I of my preparation use, i do outline. use an outline and it's kind of the same outline for every uh, talk i give with the kid with my students okay and it's an outline i think from Haddon robinson's book um biblical preaching mm-hmm. oh when you mean and outline you don't mean like that, an actual like pa- you mean like a uh, a layout well, no, no, I mean like, well, I yeah, layout. An, but I use an outline, but when it comes to layouts, like I think you're about to mention, yeah, like introduction that looks like a story, then you roll right. into scripture, then you roll into exegesis, then you roll into application, then you roll into story to wrap it up in a nice pretty yeah. bow. Yeah, and I'm not talking so much about structure, okay. but like I pretty heavily outline what I want to communicate out of this message out of this passage oh i see you see what i'm saying so yeah. so actually a, a fair amount of my time is actually putting pen to paper well or electronic pen yeah. to paper if you yeah. will and uh so that's actually a significant part of my time is mm. is sort of organizing my thoughts yeah. if that makes i sense. think i think they're both kind of married in my mind yeah, to yeah me. i, I think that. they're both kind of the same because I, I i would say each one of my talks is structured or outlined mm-hmm. similarly now the text is going to give you an outline. Right. So absolutely. if you if yeah. you if you really get into in the text, the text is going to, you know, Paul or David, you know, or you know Samuel, wherever you're at in the Bible, it's going mm-hmm. to give you an outline of what they're trying to communicate to their original uh, listeners and readers. But so I want to I want to submit to the, mm-hmm. the to the text yeah, outline. Yeah. But when it comes to my kids, I kind of want to. I, I always have the same in mind structure of my talk. I mean, it's kind of what you were talking about. Um, but I think it's out of Haddon Robinson's book, Biblical Preaching. Um, and then there's also a book I wanted to note. Um, it's called um, Speaking to Teenagers, How to Think About, Create, and Deliver Effective Messages by Doug Fields. Doug and, Fields! And Duffy Robinson. That's a great, fun book. Um, easy read, but it's awesome. Go, if, if, if you're listening to this and you need, you don't even, maybe you've been doing this for a long time. It's still a great book to have if you don't have it because it's, it's going to re- give you some cool ideas on how to put together talks. But one of the ways that they do it and they get it from Han Robinson's book, Biblical Preaching, is the structure me, we, God, you, we. That's cool. So me I start, remember that yeah. from, from Moody. Yeah, so me starts out with just an introduction. It's usually a personal story mm-hmm. that's in line with what the, it's going to help exalt the text. And then um, me, we is just bringing everyone together, right? It's you know kind of mm-hmm. talking to everyone that's listening. And then God, God is the text. So that's going to be the main part of your talk. Mm-hmm. And then to you, so now it's going to be like an application directly mm-hmm. to the people listening. And then back to we again, bringing it how it affects really the whole church, mm-hmm. how this big idea. So that's also called big idea. And I actually find mm-hmm. that really helpful. And I, I do want to come back to the uh, topical conversation for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there is this weird kind of tension between expositional and topical. Right. I actually think there's a decent amount of space for topical preaching in youth ministry. Yep. I think there's a lot to talk about, especially social issues. You, you've got to be prepared mm-hmm. to talk about sex, yep. talk about LGBTQ things, talk about abortion, talk about suicide today, anxiety. So I think you yeah. can have those topical talks coming from the text, Amen. though. Yep. I think if you can work through passages that address those yes. things, 
and being faithful to God's word. Yes. Faithful to God's um, word, not making the passage bend yeah. to yeah. your bent. Yep. That exegesis, rather. eisegesis idea, yeah. right? Exegesis, what is the text saying? You're exposing the text. Yep. Eisegesis is simple. It's my idea, mm-hmm. not necessarily the text's idea. So right. so balancing that out. But I do think topical has a really good place yeah. in youth ministry, um, yeah. and, and, and we can devote time to that. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, because there's, I mean, there there are clear passages of scripture that deal with holiness, that deal with um, sexual purity, that deal with conflict, relational conflict. Yeah. I mean, we can So we can talk about these things in the context of the passages where we find them, and they can, they're always going to be Christ-exalting, you know? So, um, so here, here, here's a question, right? When you're trying to land the plane, the end of your talk, where I do you want... You hate that term? I <laughs> no, love that term. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> hey, you think <laughs> I got this business to fly airplanes? <laughs> when you're trying to, how would you, uh, how would you say it from a skier's perspective? Jason's a big time skier. How would you say it? I hate flying, by the way, too. So landing plane, I, I should probably get away from that. But um, when you're trying to conclude it, where do you want to end? And I'm talking more like point wise. Like where do you want the kids' hearts and minds to go? Mm-hmm. You see. Something I love to do, and I'm, this might not answer your question, but I like it. <laughs> so I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, I love telling a sto- story in the beginning mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. having that story seem like we're, we're like, oh, I, I kind of see where he's going. And then pulling an aspect of the story I either didn't mention yet or pulling something I've already mentioned mm-hmm. and bringing it back at the end. Mm. As sort a way of, of concluding after yeah. application, after like, mm-hmm. hey, remember when I said this? And that comes from my favorite stand-up comedians. That will their first joke that's just a uh, hits the ball out of the park is a hook, and then the last joke is the same joke as the first. It's yeah. literally the same, yeah. but because the build-up, and you're like, he did it. It it's it's the same joke, but it's. But it's in mm-hmm. a different context, and it, it's by far the my favorite way to end any kind of mm. exposition or any kind of speech. Yeah. And so I love the hook and the end to be the same because it just perfect sandwich of like if you have your scripture, you have your stuff in there, and sometimes mm-hmm. the story is so applicable at the beginning that I mention it throughout mm-hmm. so that when I get to the end <laughs> and I say what I didn't mention was, yeah. or remember this moment, well, this person is going through this. What you don't yeah. know is this is happening or yeah. uh, what happened after this story. And I think it's something important to note on that um, is that uh, you your strength is storytelling. Amen. Like you are a strong storytelling teller. And I've gotten to listen to both of you speak over the years. And so, J- and Jason, you're a really strong exegete you're really good at working through the text and engaging with the text and teaching it to kids in a way that's tangible and i think the important thing to and remember you read, is, uh, read <laughs> so lots of books. i just read the bible <laughs> you're to them. smart no, I, well maybe but no um so i think it's important to know your strength mm-hmm. i when my, my junior high director shout out to trevor treese he is an artist and I always tell them, dude, if you can figure out a way yeah. to bring your art into the into your talk, you're going to have the kids' attention every time. But we use those strengths, like you're saying, bringing your story back around. I think where we'd all agree is we want the kids to know and love Christ more. Yep. And, and so you use those strengths not to showcase yourself, right. but to show to exalt the kids mm-hmm. to Christ. 
and 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 for them to know His Word more. Mm-hmm. And so that that's the goal. And and here's the thing: it's very rare that you see, you know, a youth pastor who's like a phenomenal speaker. Like, do what you're good at, and do it to the glory of God. So. So what, what? Um, I had a question. Now I forgot the question. Was it the land you the plane it? question? Yeah. No. Where, how do you land the plane? Yeah. Because how how do you well, how do you come to the end the of the mountain? Last few minutes. How would we? How do you land it? Oh, oh Jason Brownlee. Oh, Jason Brownlee from the Great His Place Church. <laughs> Captain Brownlee. Captain Brownlee. Oh, Captain oh, of okay. Chaos. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. Uh, Ultimately, I mean, I want Christ to be exalted, you know. So as as we work through the message, you know, as we bring application to the message, um, we want to see God. We want to see ourselves. I mean, that's kind of the the me and the he, yeah. right? That you were talking about. Um, so even it, out of the application, I mean, I want I want Christ to be exalted. Mm-hmm. You know, the application isn't just to do this, don't do that. You know, yeah. um, put more effort into whatever you know, whatever the application actually is. Um, we want Christ to be exalted. And so I always come back around, like, how does this exalt Christ? Yeah. How is Christ exalted in this? So, Yeah, I, I think that's got to be the goal, and is, is to exalt Christ. And so, and, and one thing we all agree on, but we didn't talk about much, is trying to soak your lessons in prayer. Spending mm-hmm. time in prayer. Uh, and if you ain't talking to him, how do you know what you're going to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's a line that kids remember. You came and talked about that at our event over the summer. Yeah. So, all right. That was good, guys. That's talking about talks. Hey, this is some people's kids, youth pastors eating donuts alongside youth pastors. What's your favorite donut, real quick? Oh, pumpkin plain cake. Apple fritter. Oh, I'm a maple glaze kind of guy. Oh, how dare you? I know. Traditional baby. You don't, you don't give me that. Don't give me that. I told you I'm not welcome in Hot Topic. <laughs> I gotta have a boring donut. <laughs> Gosh, some people's kids. Hey, listen. This is your man, Ian Much. This is man Andrew Marcel, special guest speaker Jason Brownlee. Get ready you, for the next next talk coming out is going to be an interview of Jason Brownlee. Extra special, long episode, uh, just so we can give Jason all the time that we can possibly give him. Uh, guys, thank you. This is episode nine, going to episode ten, and I'm so excited that we are hitting ten episodes. We've been going for almost a month of some people's kids. And you guys are incredible for supporting us. Thank you for the feedback. Thank you for the love, the prayer. You guys have been encouraging. And it has been a ride. Love y'all. Talk to y'all later.